Welcome to the Marching Arts Society podcast, episode two. I'm your host, Ryan Ellis, and today we're going to discuss one of the greatest things the internet has ever brought us, YouTube. This all brings me back to a story that my private instructor, Jared Thomas, told me in high school, which was that when he was kind of deciding that he wanted to march drum corps and he was practicing and trying to get better, he would go to local drum corps lots and videotape the groups himself and then go back home and watch the footage of whatever drum line he had just watched. I, I, if I remember correctly, it was usually Carolina Crown because that was all that was available. We live in a day and age now where that couldn't be further from true. So I want to dive into this because I do feel like YouTube and the internet and the ability to witness as much as we can right now has had a profound effect on not only my marching career, but a lot of the careers of people I know. So it's interesting to me that I kind of learned from one of the last generations that wasn't able to to kind of grow up on YouTube. Um, so for me, I, I, I kind of dive into this slightly in the first episode of the podcast, but YouTube was an integral part of me learning. I, at my peak in high school, was probably on YouTube for about two to three hours a day, and that solely consisted of videos of drumlines. So I had a couple different purposes that I personally use this for. One of them was just sheer entertainment. I just loved drumlines. I wanted to see what people were doing. I always got excited when the first show of the year, whether it was WJ or DCI, would come around and I could witness for the first time what some groups were putting out there. Um, so I used it as entertainment. I used it as motivation. I liked being able to see um, people at their peak in, in terms of performance and imagine myself kind of being there at that level. I, I used it as a distraction for some of my practice time. So the way that I was kind of taught um, for, for some practice things by Jared, a lot of it was quantity-based. So practicing for very extended periods of time, playing triplet roles for five to ten straight minutes, playing exercises on these massive loops to ensure that I got enough repetition to allow my hands to move and sound the way that I wanted them to. And that is usually pretty boring. Sitting down and, and playing a triplet role for 10 minutes is not that exciting. And I would set my pad up on a stand, and then I'd put my computer in front of my pad, and I would just watch YouTube videos while I drummed with a metronome to kind of get my mind away from what I was doing so that it wasn't quite so boring, but I was still getting the repetition that I wanted. So YouTube was good for me in that. What I, I think the most important thing is that YouTube allows education to be a little bit more worldwide. So prior, going back to Jared's generation or earlier generations, people didn't know what other drumlines were doing. You weren't exposed to that level at that young of an age unless you went to a drumline show, WGI or DCI, or you knew someone who was marching or something like that. Um, and we have way more opportunities than that now. And one of them I think that is cool is it, it opens up the opportunity for someone to grant themselves a very diverse vocabulary completely for free. 
So if you have access to a computer on the internet, you have access to YouTube. And that means that you pretty much have access to what every drumline is going to do for the entirety of the year. So let's pretend like you want to audition for, let's say, the Cavaliers. So it's fall. Drum corps auditions are around the corner. And you want to audition for the Cavaliers. Let's say you haven't bought the packet or anything yet. Or maybe you have. And you just want to get a feel for what the drumline is all about. Or the kinds of things they're going to be playing. The way in which they would play them. Tempos that they play them at. Things like that. So I have YouTube in front of me. I am just going to Google search Cavaliers 2017 lot warm-up. And I'm just going to see what comes up. So the first video... 30 minutes and 28 seconds long. Um, it's by the drum box. You guys can look this up if you want to. I'm sure that if I scroll through this, I get the entirety of their warm-up sequence. I do not think that enough people capitalize on how great this is. If you were to audition for this drumline, you have a perfect example of what that staff is looking for. The way that the drumline carries themselves, the way they hold the sticks, Everything they do in terms of the warm-up packet or even the show book is all laid out for you. This was something that I felt helped me a lot because when I was auditioning for drumlines, I gathered so much just from YouTube. The way someone would carry themselves posture while holding a drum. The way that groups would bring their sticks up and down or in and out. Small details like that that are all accessible by you. If you just watch these videos or, or just get a feel for what the drumline is all about. So in terms of that, if you, if you have the exercise packet or if you don't, you can see a perfect example of what your hands need to look like, move like, and sound like for that audition. Aside from that, you have the ability to completely increase your vocabulary. So let's say that auditions aside, it's off season, so maybe it's like, May or something, um, you're not marching and you, you're just trying to increase your vocabulary, learn some new stuff. You can learn anything that any drumline is playing. So let's take, for instance, this WGI season. Let's say you're not marching or if you are, you have aspirations to go somewhere else. If I just type in Broken City 2018, the first thing that comes up is a lot from Monrovia. Okay, now I'm sure that this is going to be a combination of their warm-up sequence, yep, and them playing their book. It would, it would be so beneficial for someone to just transcribe themselves and learn the book of any world-class drumline for a couple reasons. One, if you learn the book and you can play it, then you're already getting your hands to an ability level that's going to suffice for that level. So if your goal is to be world-class and you're learning and perfecting world-class books, that's only going to help you out on that journey. Secondly, it's going to completely diversify the types of things that you're playing. The majority of people who are practicing are going to get fairly stuck in learning from one instructor. Now, that's not to blame instructors. That's just the nature of the activity. You go to a high school, you have one director, maybe a couple techs, but you're, you're learning from exclusively one background. YouTube opens up the possibility to completely change that. For instance, I live in Ohio. If I go on YouTube and I look up Broken City, RCC, Pulse, any of these West Coast groups, that who, which instruction I don't have access to here, I can get a really good feel for how they're drumming, the kinds of things they play, and I more accurately can, can see the way in which they're approaching the drum. Now, this is something that I would not be able to do without YouTube. So 
in this regard, I highly urge anyone who has the desire to march at a world-class level to not only consume as much information as they can in, in terms of watching YouTube videos, but also to take into their practice time a lot of that which they're witnessing. So if you're auditioning for a drumline, I would recommend looking up that drumline. Watch them play the exercises in the book that you're about to play for that very same staff in a couple months. Make sure that you are moving the stick and performing the exact same way that their staff clearly wants their members to. This is such an advantage going into an audition camp. For you to show up and the staff feel like you already on so many levels fit the mold of what they want is going to make the decision of them putting you in their ensemble so much easier. Aside from this, I think that something that's often lost in an audition process as well as practicing at home is how to perform. So you can learn a lot of exercises, be a very confident, um, adequate drummer, but there's a certain level, especially to the pageantry that's starting to evolve itself in both WGI and DCI, that is really hard to recreate at home. Okay, And that's the, the way in which people perform. So drum lines take very different approaches to what that statement means. How you perform something, whether it be a legato's exercise, a book chunk, whatever it is. The most important thing for any one person to do is to just educate themselves as to what the drum line that you are trying to make does. So for instance, if I watch this Broken City video and I just make any observations I can as to what they do while they play, the way they move their heads, the way they hold their bodies, the way they mark time, how much or how little they feel the music, all of those things kind of factor into the, that mold that a person can fit once they reach this level of an audition. So lastly... YouTube offers someone the ability to educate themselves in an area that is really, really hard to do on an individual basis, which is marching. Okay, this for, I would imagine, for most people who audition for drum corps, WGI, they identify themselves as a snare drummer or whatever, the instrument that they play, but not as someone who's fluent in terms of visual nature. So let's let's look up... Um, Blue Devils visual warm-up. That's what I'm going to look up. And I'm positive that I'm going to get either a show or... Okay, so the first video that comes up, 2016, Blue Devils visual warm-up at RCC. So this is a show in Southern California that we do every year. And the entirety of the video is just the horn line doing the visual warm-ups that they would do before a show. Now, speaking from the standpoint of a Blue Devil... All of these warm-ups are taught to and rehearsed by the drum line as well as the horn line. So you could do this with any drum corps, but the importance here is that being a good musician is not enough anymore. You can be the best in the world at your instrument, but if you don't know how to move your body, that slowly becomes irrelevant because of the simultaneous responsibilities that are constantly being asked of performers. So whatever drum corps it is you're auditioning for, or... Even if it's drum corps you're not auditioning for, just trying to expand your knowledge and learn from as many people as possible, look at the ways in which they move their body. You know, if we, um, on a more obvious level, you look at the marching technique of Santa Clara Vanguard Cavaliers doing more bent leg stuff compared to other drum corps who aren't, things like that are important to know. The last thing you'd want is to practice a ton for an audition, feel very confident with your ability to play the material that you're asked, but then get to the visual audition 
and feel incredibly overwhelmed with what's being asked of you. So I, the good way to counteract that is, is to just educate yourself on what that technique program is. What kind of exercises is a, is a group doing outside of basic marching? Are they doing stretching? Is there dance work? When they do marching auditions, is it a basics block? Is it asterisk drill? Is it box drill? What is it? There's all these options. When a drumline crabs, what does that look like? Are you supposed to bend your legs? There's all these variables. Um, and before, someone would have to wait until the day of the audition to just have that information given to them unless they were fortunate enough to know someone who was teaching or had marched and now we have the luxury of YouTube. So I would I would urge everyone to integrate YouTube in into not only your practice time but multiple times throughout your day and your week to ensure that you're getting as much information as possible and diversifying that information um, on a level that wasn't previously possible. So watching videos of drum lines you are and are not auditioning for. Learning exercise packets. Making sure that you're playing those packets the way that that drum line intended to play them. Moving the sticks and the body the way that the staff wants that to happen. Learning the visual program as much as you can prior to an audition. If these steps are taken and reinforced through practice and repetition, it's certainly within the means of a person to show up to an audition and in every way completely exemplify what a staff is looking for in a member. And that is huge because the staff is going to make their assumptions on your ability and your expertise based on just a few quick seconds. And you want to be as prepared for that moment as possible. And YouTube is a great resource that's going to allow you to increase your level of preparation going in to an audition. If you want more content, you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. If you want to reach out to me personally, my email is ryanellis at marchingartsociety.com. Thank you guys for listening.